Week, weegers, tweakers, thrill, freaking seekers. Welcome back to another great, freaking hilarious, freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review. My name is Taylor the Freak on on Spotify on on W A Y O L G B T W A Y O L P freaking Rochester. My name is Taylor the Freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me, as always, to my freaking left, Sandy the Sandman Fargus. Then we have Doug Slug and freaking the snowman freaking tadia and all of you the great satellite in the sky satellite freaking new york so let's start the freaking show weakers tweakers thrill freaking seekers it has been one week since we last spoke and geez louise down on my knees I see, I see myself struggling, struggling to do much of anything. As Uyghurs and Tweakers know, Duck Jordan fired me from my position, banned me from the restaurant, and then told me that I could go, but I had to pay. And He sent me a lamb as a gift with a seal on it. And I heard it noise and thunder and one of the four beasts saying, come and see. And I saw and behold a white horse. And Doug sat on it, had him a bow and a crown was given onto him and he went forth conquering and to conquer. And when he opened a second seal, I heard the second beast say, come and see. And there went out another horse that was red. And power was given to him that sat there on to take peace from the earth. And that they should kill one another. And were given unto him a great sword. And when he had opened the third seal, and I said, Doug, enough with the seals already. Jeez Louise, I heard a third beast say, come and see, and I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he sat on that. This time, Doug Jordan had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, a measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and thou hurt not the oil and the wine. When he had opened the fourth seal, I heard a voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked and behold a pale horse, and on him was death, and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them, unto the fourth part of the earth, to kill with sword, with hunger, and with death, and with the beasts of the earth. Well, They cried in loud voices, saying, How long, O Lord? Holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood? Blood? Blood! And them that dwell on the earth. White robes were given to all of us. One to Tady Risher, one to Sandy Fargus, and one to myself. Until that should be killed as they were 
should be fulfilled. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake. The sun became black as sackcloth, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree cast this her untimely figs when shaken of a mighty wind. Seems like a seems like a lot to start the show. Yeah, feel a little bogged down. I've been bogged down lately myself. I'm a bit, I'm a bit by bogged. I'm a bit bogged down by by what freaking by by what you just freaking said. Right. I hope it didn't freaking bog down the Wiggers and Twiggers. Um, well, because I feel a bit freaking bogged down I right now. Don't mean to bog Wiggers and Twiggers down, and it's never been my intention, but. I'm feeling a bit bogged down myself. And Doug Jordan, if you would like to take the floor and maybe explain yourself, explain what you have done to me, explain what you have done to me and thine brethren in our white robes. You know, um, I don't, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty hard to find wheat for a penny and then barley three three measures of barley for a penny and and I don't I'm not really sure about the oil or the wine what, but, the, heck, um, what the heck are you yeah, freaking what, talking about par, parable six it says that I heard a voice the wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny this and is the, obviously about you stabbing your friend in the freaking back yeah you freaking sharpened your freaking sword and removed it from its freaking sheath. You freaking shoved that freaking barley up your freaking rear and you freaking stabbed that your freaking friend in the right in the freaking back. Yeah. Well, I mean, he quit. Oh, yeah. No. And then was subsequently fired, as Uyghurs and Tweakers may remember. This has been what has been going through my head. This and a great deal of gasoline fumes and I didn't realize that the connective tissue that was keeping me a part of this realm of this earth was that tissue that comes from Doug Jordan's dangly Johnson and the rest of his body but mostly his dangly Johnson he kept me grounded he kept me attached to something important and now without it, I am like that feather at the beginning of freaking Forrest Gump that is floating around, lands on his shoe, helps fight in the Vietnam War, then gets covered in gasoline and sort of drifts off into 
a gasoline-fumed dream. And I guess you could say you're a little bit like freaking Forrest Gump as well. Yeah. Since you've been having all these this freaking gasoline. Yeah. A man needs a freaking purpose, and I don't know if right now you freaking have one. No. I am struggling to find my bearings in this great radio show, but... Speaking of purpose, a man with a great purpose back from the dead, Tadia Freakin' Risher, who left us last week to march on Washington, has returned, hopefully with great news, because I could use some right now, brother, I could use some. Tadia Risher, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Um, well, thank you for the blessing. I'm very horny. Um, and, um, and thank you for the blessing. And also... Um, you know, uh, it's been a, it's been an okay week. Didn't really do much. Sandy Vargas, for people who may not remember, can you explain a bit as to why Mr. Risser was gone? Um, yeah, I guess I can freaking do it. I don't know why he wouldn't do it himself, but, um, for Uyghurs and Tweakers sake, I, I suppose I'll let them know. Um, Tater Richer um, wants uh, freaking permission to uh, end his freaking father's uh, freaking life and suffering uh, because it seems like he won't get um, paid by the government to take care of uh, him anymore because he's a freaking vegetable because he had a freaking stroke. Yeah, a child's right to choose. A child's right to choose is what we're calling that. And Tadia marched on Washington, and obviously he's being humble here. Tadia, can you explain the success you had and the great many struggles and stripes you overcame in that success? Um, nah. What do you mean? Um, it's kind of over it. I don't really want to talk about it. So your plan going forward is what? Hmm. Probably just gonna hang out for a little bit. Probably not gonna not gonna do it. Hmm. Yeah. So that's it. You just you're done. Um. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's really no point in in talking about it too much more. Just um, you know, the past is the past. Moving on. You know, good. On to the next one, as they say. Tadia did. Something terrible happened on this trip to Washington that makes you suddenly turn this new leaf of giving up on your hopes and dreams to one day kill your father? Um, Well, you know, I don't, it's not really important what did happen, what didn't happen. What matters is moving forward, nothing's going to happen. So that's. Okay. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Sandy the Sandman Farkas, please. We had so much to talk about. Of course, last week we had the terrible, tragic news that Mirth himself went the way of the dodo and went up to heaven, to tiny person heaven. Kind of, in a lot of ways, reminds me of Willy Wonka with them dancing around candy everywhere. He 
probably painted himself orange, green yeah. hair, suspenders, the whole thing. Sandy Absolutely. the Sandman Farkas, can you talk a little bit about the celebration of life that took place this weekend? And weakers and tweakers that weren't there, you should listen closely. And weakers and tweakers that were, God bless you for attending. Um, yeah, um, and, and I don't, I don't think that blessing was, um, in my direction, but I will say freaking thank you for the freaking blessing. Um, and, uh, as you said, uh, mirth was freaking called up, um, by the freaking angels of freaking heaven. Um, his body could no longer, uh, freaking hold his freaking soul. Uh, and it escaped, um, whether through his freaking mouth or freaking nose or freaking rear end, for God's sakes. I don't, I, I don't know what happened. Um, although I didn't, I was told by the, the nurse that when he did expire, he had quite the freaking bowel movement. Um, uh, he, uh, birth didn't have a great freaking diet. Um, and I guess it seems like he had quite a bit of freaking impacted freaking feces. Um, I was freaking ejected uh, upon his freaking soul um, ascending to the, the freaking heavens, uh, freaking great freaking clouds above, as freaking God and freaking the angels were freaking beckoning him freaking forth. Um, and actually, that, this is very close to what Sandy the Sandman said for his eulogy, actually. Yeah, this was, um, this is nearly freaking verbatim, uh, my freaking eulogy. Um, uh, which was freaking received um, very well by freaking the Uyghurs and Uyghurs and the freaking Mayotards especially seemed to uh, delight in uh, my freaking musings. Um, uh, Mirth's freaking family and freaking friends, um, however, um, were, were, were confused as to who I freaking was and um, why I was giving a freaking eulogy and also freaking DJing. Um, I played all my freaking favorite songs, freaking Aerosmith, uh, freaking Dude Looks Like a Will 80. I played quite a freaking few times. Um, and the freaking song from Armageddon. Um, and Short People quite a few times. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't freaking forget Short People. I did freaking play that, uh, freaking play that freaking quite a bit. Um, Murph's freaking nephew uh, was freaking in attendance. Um, I was pretty easily, um, I was able to freaking, uh, I, I was, I said, I have a freaking huge gift for you. I, um, I said, if you could follow me out to the freaking parking lot, I can, um, show you this freaking gift. And I said, this was freaking Merce, freaking, um, freaking hot rod that he inherited. Um, and he said, yeah, I'm familiar with it. And I said, oh, I'd, I'd love to freaking bequeath this to you, um, for the freaking small sum of freaking, um, 7,500 freaking dollars. Um, this thing can be freaking years. It's freaking burned like a kitten. Um, all it needs is a couple of freaking parts and uh, freaking Uzi, what's its, uh, freaking bells and whistles. But I said, I really think that Mirth, um, would rather you freaking have it. Um, cause he would, he was towards the end there. He was freaking talking about you quite a bit. Um, which is freaking, which is freaking not true. Um, but he was the only freaking relative who would freaking pay me and me freaking mind. Um, and he ended up freaking paying me. Um, there we, I, I sat him down. And I said, I listen, I, if you got it, I would love, we can just do this. Um, freaking real, real freaking quick. Um, I mean, there's a few freaking, uh, T's to cross and, uh, eyes to freaking dot, but it's looking like this guy, Scott, is going to be taking this freaking hot rod off my freaking hands. And a blessing that is, especially because of the glimmer I saw in Scott's eye and what he said during his speech about how he never had a father and that mirth was much a father to him as anyone in his life. And 
Oh, of course, he wished he had something that he could hold so dearly. He even made mention about walking in his shoes. And I said to myself, I said out loud, to be honest with you, you would never fit in those shoes. Yeah, those shoes aren't going to fit. Those, they've normal-sized person. That would never. But, geez, Louise, down in my knees, I'm just so glad that Sandy could provide him a token to remember mirth by. Yeah. Um, it was a freaking blessing unto him, unto me, and under freaking Mirth's freaking um, tortured freaking soul, uh, which is lucky enough to no longer freaking roam the earth, uh, roam the freaking earth. Um, you know, um, uh, basically freaking chained up to this freaking um, physical freaking body that he was forced into. Um, it's 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 a, it's one of those freaking situations where you just gotta say, well, looks like freaking all's well that freaking ends well. Yeah. I also was able to get a freaking another additional check for freaking DJing the event and um and and um got a little freaking um, um, um bonus thank you card from the freaking funeral home also because they said this was one of the most freaking successful freaking events they've ever had. Um, we had a lot of freaking people showing up. Um. I said, I said, listen, I'm, I said, I, I don't worry about this. I can freaking charge the freaking mayo tarts to get into this freaking funeral and they will freaking pay up and I'll give you freaking, I'll give you freaking 40% of that. And, um, so that worked out pretty freaking well. Um, Murph's freaking, um, freaking retirement home or freaking whatever the hell he was freaking living in. Um, they freaking paid me for the DJ set as well. Um, so, um, it's, it's amazing when you go from one minute, you're freaking taking a bath, um, to now you're freaking shower, now you're freaking shower, now you're taking a freaking big fat freaking golden freaking shower, if you know what I freaking mean. Absolutely. And Doug Jordan did pretty well, and I didn't wish to see him there, but it did bring a tear to my eye having him barbecue in the parking lot. And Uyghurs, Tweakers, Thrill Seekers, and definitely Mayo Tars appreciated the hot dogs, the porks and beans, the burgers that he had waiting for them when they came out teary eyed as they were. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good, you know, people were pretty happy with the food. So, and I think I, I haven't seen the freaking glimmer in your freaking eye in quite some time. It, it seemed like Doug Jordan was freaking uh, reveling in the opportunity to, to go back to freaking basics. The freaking his original freaking love freaking backyard, freaking barbecue. Um, I mean, the, the man is freaking toiled in, in, in this freaking restaurant, freaking business, uh, and, and it was really lovely to freaking see you, um, to see you do what you freaking do best, uh, once again. No, uh, thanks. Yeah. No, you know, I had fun, you know, doing barbecue and we haven't done it in a while, you know, it's kind of winter. So, you know, people don't really yeah. like barbecue. Yeah, it was freezing winter. outside. It was freaking, it was freaking frigid, freezing outside. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very, I was very cold, but luckily I had the barbecue to keep me a little warm. Uh, on such a dreary, uh, gloomy day. And for Uyghurs and Tweakers, Doug Jordan jumped at the opportunity to rush from his home to attend Mirth's glorious funeral. Because, as we found out recently, he has some unexpected house guests suddenly living with him. Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? How are you? And how was your week? Um, yeah, thank you. Um, you didn't bless me, but, uh, thank you for the blessing. Um, man, I'm not, and my, uh, my week's been good. Um, as you mentioned, I have added some house guests staying at my house. Um, some of the people that work with me, Stefano, Flavio, Mario, Luigi, you know, and you know, the whole family, 
uh, their Paggio and Maggio are visiting from the old country. Uh, so they needed a place to stay. So I set them up in the newly refinished uh, basement. So kind of have a full house right now at my house with Sandy in the garage and Paggio and Maggio in the base- basement. And uh, and then I got my kid and my wife So and me. A couple of dogs, too. Yeah, a couple of dogs running around. You're letting Paggio and Maggio sleep in the basement? Yeah, yeah, they needed a place to stay. Why can't they you stay know, in a hotel? They didn't want to. They wanted to have a family uh, experience. So uh, we're giving them the experience that they uh, wanted to have. Yeah, it's it's crazy that it really was just that simple. I, I said the same thing. I said, Doug, I don't understand why they have to freaking stay with them. Can't can they get a freaking hotel? And they said, no, they don't freaking, no, they don't want to. They don't yeah, want they to. Want, they don't want to stay at a hotel. Yeah, they didn't want to stay at a hotel. They wanted to to experience family, uh, to be around fa- uh, familia. Um, it just seems odd that they wouldn't stay then with their family. Obviously, Mario, Stefano, Flavio, Giuseppe, Luigi, maybe even cousin Eddie. Throw him in the mix. Well, they were the the thing is that they wanted to thank me specifically for giving all of for for taking all of the the boys in at the at the restaurant. Yeah, but how um, is that thanking you? Yeah, they're staying in your basement. Which, by the way, you never let me stay in your basement. So um, you don't even let Sandy yes, stay in the basement. He's been living there for multiple years. That's yeah. true. I freaking called dibs on that freaking basement. I said, when that thing is all fixed up, because it, it was a freaking mess down there, first of all. Uh, I said, when this thing gets all freaking fixed up, I call, I call freaking dibs. And I wasn't even, next thing I know, there's freaking two very old freaking paisans freaking living in the freaking basement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, okay, after they leave, you know, maybe we can transition you down to the basement. I mean, the reason why you've been in the garage was because it was supposed to be a temporary thing. And it's clearly turned into a very long-term thing. So absolutely, mark and, m- my words, Doug Jordan. This was bound to happen, and this will happen again with those Italiano paisanos. I mean, I don't really mind having having them around. I mean, there's always, you know, cookies. When I get home, there's just a tray of freshly baked cookies there waiting for me. You got two old immigrants living in your house, Doug Jordan. From the old country, doing it the old country way. They probably don't even use the toilet. They do it on the floor in the corner and then sweep it up with sawdust. No, that they definitely use the toilet. I haven't seen any sawdust uh, lingering around or anything, so... It's interesting you freaking mentioned that because the the freaking old woman absolutely freaking lost her freaking mind on me when she saw me using the freaking the freaking backyard as a freaking toilet. What'd she say? Yeah, I think she chased you around with a I, newspaper. I have no idea. I couldn't understand what she was freaking saying. I don't. As far as I'm concerned, she doesn't freaking speak a lick of English. But she was chasing me around the yard with a freaking newspaper. Probably thought you were some vagrant wandered into the yard making mess on the lawn. That's, well, I think definitely what you thought twisted old fruit i can't believe she'd think that i think this is part of the family experience that they were kind of looking for here with the kind of the crazy uncle figure defecating in the backyard and then uh, magiano magio chases him around with a newspaper so 
I don't even know what to say. I don't know how you pick them over me, but you can go to hell. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get to that, we have one quick segment to get to you now. It's called making fudge, your mother used to say, before lifting your leads to wipe it away. Now that you're old, you've learned the double meaning. One fudge can be sweet, and the other needs cleaning. Things have gotten musty in the place where you dwell. Like a bird that won't hatch, you're crammed into your shell. And the fear of being seen in the mess you've made keeps you locked up in place and hidden away. But your fudge, it keeps rising. You're up to your eyes. And you fear this will be a most unpleasant demise. You remember young Skywalker in The Trash Compactor, but you have added a most unpleasant fudge factor. But what about the serpent that lived in the waste? Do you think he was trying to get himself a taste? Maybe that's what he was doing among all the grayness, trying to get his mouth on Luke's anus. But you have no space serpent to clean up all the fudge. So it will take great courage to make the shameful trudge. So if you're looking to spread your brown and stained wings, please consult our week's guide to spring. And this is going to be brought to you in partnership with Sunja at Education First and EFEDU. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, what we're going to do is kind of go through the different types of spring festivities that you can get yourself into if you want to experience spring to its fullest on this upcoming spring season. Any questions? Does it have anything to do with fudge or... No. Okay, so that was just a metaphor. Song Grand Water Festival. This annual festival takes place shortly after the spring equinox. Song Grand stems from the Sanskrit word for astrological passage and is celebrated within Thailand as New Year's Day. Festivities involve going to a Buddhist monastery, visiting elders, and of course throwing water. The northern capital of Chai Mai is the setting for the biggest celebrations with festivities lasting up to six days. Locals and tourists alike take to the streets equipped with cannon-sized water guns, pressure hoses, and buckets ready to drench anyone in their path. Children, adults, and the elderly take part in the tradition Dancing in the streets to loud music. So, geez, Louise, what do we got here is called the Song Grand Water Festival. And it's New Year's, but it's spring. Sandy to Sandman Fargus, can you kind of enliven with the knowledge that you have based on this festival and create a dreamscape picture to Uyghurs and Tweakers? Um, yeah, first of all, um, I'd freaking love to. Um, and thanks for acknowledging my freaking, uh, my freaking knowledge on, on the subject. Um, so for Wiggers and Tweakers, I'd like to freaking whisk you away to the freaking, uh, capital of Chiang Mai, uh, which is the setting for, for this, uh, particular freaking celebration. Uh, 
the, the thing, the, the best thing about this freaking celebration is that freaking the festivities last for a whopping freaking six days, uh, and this is where this is um, this is this is where freaking uh, uh, freaking locals come to freaking basically freaking um, pull out their freaking phalluses and um, and and begin to freaking urinate, but they slip their freaking thumb over the freaking hole and give a they give the whole freaking town a full full freaking spritz. Um, this is one of my absolute freaking favorite freaking holidays. Um, it, and it's definitely good for getting rid of freaking uh, getting rid of your freaking fudge if you know what I freaking mean. Good point. Now this is sort of where the term water sports began to the nomenclature that we know it today. Now they say here children, adults, and the elderly take part in the tradition. How does that look? Yeah, um, unfortunately, that is freaking correct. Um, in the the freaking and there have been people that are saying, that have been saying locals have been saying, is there anything we can freaking do to, to get rid of some of the freaking kids and some of the freaking uglier freaking old people? Um, but but it's one of those things where they can say this is I mean this is freaking tradition, uh, and some traditions cannot be freaking changed. Um, so unfortunately, you've got everybody in the mix and everybody's getting freaking beat on. Yeah, and you know it. it and forgive me, Sandy. I know you're the expert here, but um, I think one of the bigger pro- and one of the bigger problems is that some of the older people have problems peeing, especially some of the older gentlemen have, have prostate issues. So they go to urinate on someone, and they just can't do it. And then he's just got kind of awkwardly standing there waiting for the old man to to spread his his urine. They're, they're just so disappointed when. When nothing happens. Yeah. Or or you get the freaking old man. Imagine imagine this. The old man in the freaking wheelchair who's freaking popped a couple of freaking Viagra. I mean that guy ends up freaking pissing in his freaking face. And it's and and it's not something anybody freaking wanted. Nobody wants to see it. And they're trying to they go, Oh, some can somebody freaking wheel this guy out of here? And I mean it's, the whole thing can be a freaking mess. But really it's um its heart is in the right freaking place. Yeah. Number two, White House Easter egg roll. Believed to have started in 1814, the White House Easter egg roll takes place on Easter Sunday every year. For this fun tradition, children gather in Washington, D.C. on the White House lawn to roll eggs across the grass with wooden spoons, competing to see who can cross the finish line first. Kids taking part in the competition can win Easter eggs and small prizes. So with the promise of sweet treats fresh in their minds, morale is usually sky high. The fest Activities are overlooked by the president and their family, as well as the giant Easter bunny. With everyone in good spirits and colorful decorations peeking out from every corner, the event is an annual highlight. Now, Doug Jordan, I can think of nothing that is a highlight about you. So bring a little life to your life with this White House Easter egg roll. Okay, first of all, that was very rude. Um, second of all, um, yeah, they they boil the eggs and then they probably paint them and then they roll them across the grass and see who can get to the finish line first. And then the first prize gets a get probably some sort of chocolate or candy, you know, Whoppers, M and M's, Cadbury cream egg, Cadbury caramel egg. Just a regular Cadbury uh, milk chocolate egg. I don't think Cadbury makes dark chocolate, but if they did, they probably would have that as a prize as well. Uh, what else? Peeps. Peeps are definitely in big demand. They got the pink peeps, yellow peeps, blue peeps. I think I've even seen at the store they have uh, cotton candy flavored peeps this year. So 
And then there's probably some of that grass, that fake grass that you get in an Easter basket. You can eat that you grass. Know, you can eat it? I think you can eat it. I don't I don't know, know, I've never eaten grass. Yeah. I think it's made of plastic. And what's the Easter bunny doing inside that suit the whole time? And what's he doing with all those freaking egg rolls? What? You know, I'm, that's a good question. I didn't even think about the egg rolls. It's called the egg roll. I, you know, that kind of would be a bad now, do you think not to serve egg rolls. Please stop interrupting me. Now, do you think that you are going to freaking have egg rolls on the freaking menu for Easter this freaking year at the Ortega Grill? I mean, I think that's a pretty good suggestion. An Easter egg roll? Maybe maybe that could be filled with freaking melted down freaking Cadbury freaking eggs. Or freaking yeah, freaking peeps or freaking both. Maybe a little rabbit. I don't have a lot of time to experiment beforehand. You know, I saw up guys quick. dangly Johnson look just like an egg roll one time. It's all folded at the end. I didn't know what I was looking at. Was that the YMCA? <laughs> Number three. Holy Undoubtedly, one of the most colorful festivals in the world, Holi, is a celebration by Hindus across northern India. It involves throwing colored powder at one another, which pays tribute to the many hues of the spring season as well as events from Hindu mythology. Usually lasting a full day and night, the festival is a glorious, colorful, and happy celebration of the end of winter and the spring growing season. It can, however, get quite crazy, so do your homework before attending is advisable. What do they mean by that i thought i was doing my homework why don't they tell us why it gets so crazy sandy vargas what happens um well um basically freaking holy is um the celebration of um the divine uh the love uh the, the love god freaking radha and freaking krishna um who uh if you've done your freaking homework um which i can tell you freaking haven't but you should because i know you freaking like it are two of the freaking main characters in a book called the freaking kama sutra uh this is an absolutely freaking hilarious and devious little sexual freaking coloring book um where basically where they where they get they get these freaking people and they freaking put them into pretzel positions where you go i don't even understand how the freaking people can be touching the but yet these people are freaking having sex and then every once in a while you turn a freaking page and yep you guessed it there's freaking Vishnu and he's freaking doing his freaking thing and the guy is no longer even in the picture and you go wait what happened to the freaking man why is freaking Vishnu now having sex with this guy's freaking girlfriend and as you freaking know Vishnu has freaking six freaking arms so he's able to freaking plug every single one of her holes up um and it can be quite freaking graphic uh, and quite freaking arousing. And so he's imagine, also got the head of a freaking elephant. Is that true? Um, you're freaking interrupting me. Um, but yes, it is freaking true. Vishnu is an elephant man with freaking six arms and six freaking pieces who's able to freaking pleasure women uh, like no freaking mortal man has ever been able to um, before and never never will um, ever freaking again and they made a whole freaking book full of these freaking pictures of this freaking elephant man just absolutely freaking uh, just freaking absolutely freaking having sex with hundreds to thousands of freaking women in, in positions that, that will either freaking arouse you or freaking haunt your freaking dreams see I've seen a book a sexual type book fan fiction book with illustrations of from the elephant man the movie and he's having sex with people in it and yeah. I was very, very, very disturbed. That is a freaking disturbing. Mr. Um, Merrick, I think his name is. John Merrick. Yeah. He's a, he is a freaking, he is an absolute freaking beast. Um, and um, reminds me a little bit of freaking Murph in that freaking way. Um, one time I freaking opened up the freaking Kama Sutra. To, I just picked a random freaking page. And the and the picture was just freaking Vishnu getting a freaking blowjob. And I said, what, who, what is, who is this for? 
there's just a freaking page about giving freaking Vishnu a job. Yeah. Well, God bless him for that. I do want to make mention before we move on. I said I saw a man whose Dangly Johnson looked like an egg roll. And then we were talking about how Vishnu's head is that of a freaking elephant. And I was thinking it more looked like a small shrunken down version of the elephant's trunk. Interesting. In the freaking picture of freaking Vishnu, his freaking third eye was freaking rolling into the back of his head while she was freaking going down on him, too. Man. Number... Number four, now ruse. Now ruse means no, new, and day, meaning new day. Celebrated as the first day of the first month of the Iranian calendar and coinciding with the spring equinox, this new day symbolizes new life, new beginnings, and the rebirth of nature. While it differs country to country, the multi-day celebration often starts with people cleaning their homes, but quickly escalates into a multi-day festival of bonfires, costumes, and family remembrances until the 13th day of the new year when everybody leaves their home and joins friends and family members outside for music, dancing, and food in the city's public spaces. Number five, Cooper's Hill Cheese Roll and wake every year during the second bank holiday weekend the cloudchester cheese rolling takes place on cooper hill located just an hour by car from bristol the innocuous sounding event in fact a lot more dangerous than the name would lead you to believe a wheel of cheese is thrown down the very steep hill and one second later competitors throw themselves down after it the first one to cross the finish line wins bruises bloodied knees and broken Bones are not uncommon side effects of this intense tradition. A slightly rougher way to welcome spring, but the 200-year-old tradition is proudly upheld by the community, attracting both old and new competitors every year. Now, what sounds absolutely freaking hilarious is a very, very old person walking up with a cane, wheeling up in a wheelchair, then slowly getting out with a cane or a walker and shoveling on over their old bones on over to that freaking hillside then a wheel of cheese is rolled down and then shortly after flies the old person downhill every hip in their body is broken every limb soured eyes bulging nose is bloody yet they are happy and then they are dead now out of the four of us who do you think would win in this event well, it's actually funny that you mentioned that because I was lucky enough uh, back in my early teenage years to uh, have traveled to Gloucester with my family um, during this uh, very event of the cheese rolling. And I was actually invited to participate by festival goers. Um, and so I, I, I rolled down the hill chasing the cheese. It was absolutely hilarious. I, a lot of fun. Um, and I, I actually won. I won the the cheese rolling competition um however they did discover that um and disqualify me for having a sharp object and using it against the gentleman who was rolling down the hill in front of me um and they did uh revoke my passport um and i have not been able to 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 travel um to the united kingdom ever since Sadia, Richard, how do you slow a man down rolling down a hill with a sharp object well, um, you, you get as close as you can and, uh, you know, you, you kind of palm the, the, the blade and, um, 
and when his hamstring is is within striking distance, you you do just that. You strike, and um, and as he rolls around in pain, he's he's much too distracted to grab the cheese, and that's when you when you take that opportunity. And and also, if if the person who's in third place comes and and tries to take the cheese away from you while you're hamstringing the gentleman in front of you, you go ahead and give them a little slash to their face too, and that that should slow them down. And by that time, you you should have the cheese in hand. That's very freaking interesting. That's very, very freaking interesting. Now, you did that as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was 15, 16. Hmm. Hmm. See, if I were the freaking old man, I wouldn't have gotten out of the freaking wheelchair. I'd freaking strap myself in, buckle myself up, and put a freaking helmet on, freaking, and I'd roll down that freaking hill and right in the freaking wheelchair. And I'm pretty sure I'd freaking plow everybody down freaking came came near me and I bet I'd get that freaking cheese. Yeah. Doug Jordan, you think you would have a chance? Yeah, maybe if I had a wheelchair that I could strap myself into and put a helmet on, you know. If people are going to be using wheels, I, I don't think I'd have a chance against that. I bet you don't even make it down the hill. I don't think you could even roll down a hill in your backyard. I can definitely roll down a hill in my backyard. I don't. Is this are you trying to? What are you trying to say to me? I just don't think you could do it. I never seen you roll down any hill, and I don't think that you'd roll all the way down. That's true. I think you're you're so rigid that eventually you would you would catch and and start tumbling down the hill like a I don't know like a stick. Yeah, and you end up going of, back up. Yeah, one end over the other. Like so I'm so rigid that I would defy the laws Please, of gravity. Why are you interrupting me? Why are you interrupting yeah. me? I was responding. Because I was going to say that you were, you would do that, what everybody else was describing, until, yep, if you can guess it, at some point, you're right back up at the top of the hill. You never even made it to the bottom. Yeah. Now, what did, now go ahead. What did you want to bring So I would defy the laws of freaking gravity and go backwards up a hill because I'm so rigid. Yeah. Is what you're saying. That's the official our week prediction. Yes. Yeah, that is That's one of the true. stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. Well, get your freaking get your freaking rear down to freaking Gloucester and freaking take it for freaking spin. Or why don't, freaking why don't we do it in the ravine in your backyard? You, me, the hill. So you and me would roll a block of cheese down the hill in my backyard. No, no block of cheese. Screw the cheese. You just you and me. Mano y mano. Let's take it to the rolling hill. down a hill. Yeah. No. For my old job back. No. Number six, Kimberjadida. Kimberjida. Kimberiajada. Jim. Jimberjida. Kimberjida, which translates to Festival of Scrambled Eggs, celebrates the first day of spring in the Bosno. Bos. Bosnian town of Zanica. At the crack of dawn, people gather at the banks of the Bosna River, where a communal meal of scrambled eggs is prepared. Together, people share their breakfast eggs with friends, families, and visitors while drinking and listening to music together to mark the first day of spring. Mm. Doug Jordan? I mean, you know, uh, scrambled eggs. I mean, what do you want me to say? You guys are going to, I'm going to say something about how I like to eat scrambled eggs. And you're going to say something about how, you know, I only eat the eggs that come out of my butt or something. First of all, Doug, it's freaking disgusting. It's freaking disgusting. 
Mm. And second of all, you should be freaking ashamed of yourself. This is a family radio show. Third of all, I think what was on all of our minds was that this sounds like a freaking festival that you'd quite freaking enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would enjoy the festival. I like it. Is the, it is the dumbest one on the list, though. This is dumber than rolling a block of cheese down a, a freaking hill? A million times dumber than rolling a block of cheese down the hill. That's basically a sport. Screw that. We're moving on. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to join in, call the conversation. Call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Detective Adrian Monk made headlines for the first time in over a decade, according to the AV Club. After a 14-year hiatus, Tony Shalhoub is set to replies to the role of Adrian Monk, the troubled and disturbed detectives whose queer tactics helped bring devious criminals to justice on USA Today Network. Monk. The revival, set to take debut on Peacock, is entitled Mr. Monk's Last Case, a Monk movie. The movie will feature many fan-favorite cast regulars, including co-stars Ted Levine, Taylor Howard, Melora Hardin, Hector Elizondo, and Jason Gray Stafford as Randy Disher. It is unknown at this time if Jared Paul will return as the talkative upstairs neighbor, Kevin Dorfman. So, geez louise down on my knees, and the plot will focus on Monk's stepdaughter, Molly, whose mother's murder is the catalyst for Monk's lifelong torment and her upcoming wedding. Monk is back. And I love the freaking movie. It is... First of all, I never saw the show Monk, but I saw it on TV. And... I remember distinctly that the 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 detective, the police detective, is the same guy who tucks his dangly Johnson between his legs from a movie called The Silence of the Lambs. And then there was another movie called Silence of the Hams, a spoof movie about a bunch of fat guys who. Exo facto, yeah, Dom DeLuise, Sandy Farkas can tell you a bit about that. Uh, yeah, freaking Silence of the Freaking Hams is an absolutely freaking hilarious freaking spoof movie. Um, it spoofs freaking Silence of the Lambs, but stars a whole bunch of freaking fatzos. Um, the leader of those freaking fatzos is freaking none other than, yep, you freaking guessed it, freaking Dom DeLuise, uh, who freaking died, um, who's freaking dead. Um, the movie, uh, is absolutely freaking hilarious. I can't tell you to go out and freaking rent it, but if you can find it on freaking video disc or, uh, freaking VHS tape, uh, it's definitely got a whole bunch of freaking laughs. Yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious. Doug Jordan, you like Monk quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I would say I'm a big fan of Monk, and I'm pretty excited for the for the movie. The Are Monk we going to finally find out that Monk killed his wife in this movie? No, Monk didn't kill his wife. What? He would not He would never do that. He's a man of the law. Because like, now, if, if I remember freaking correctly, and my memory of freaking Monk is freaking... Um, is very is is very freaking foggy because I'm not quite sure that I've ever freaking seen the television program. Uh, but but if I recall correctly, the opening scene of freaking Monk is him freaking murdering his freaking wife, and the rest of the freaking series is him trying to freaking cover his freaking tracks and get away with it. That's yeah. why he's always freaking cleaning up his freaking apartment. Yeah, I and freaking evidence everywhere. Yeah, and I thought I I thought the whole reason why he's he's quirky and disturbed, and forgive me because I haven't seen the show yet. 
um, is that he he killed his wife and the the guilt drove him to madness. And so he he takes you know he spends the rest of his life counting out how many jelly beans are on the floor. And he and he's known for and he's he's a and he's a freaking serial killer who freaking kills just a freaking bad guys, correct? Yeah. Yeah. No, none of that is true. Monk is freaking Monk is, is freaking OCD, and uh, he's on the freaking spectrum, and he's also freaking killing uh, freaking bad guys. And the, but he, the, but he works at the police station, so he learns how to freaking cover them all up. Yeah, and part of his OCD is that for every murder he solves, he has to go out and commit three more. Kind of making his own business. Business is booming, he always says. Yeah, and every as far as I freaking recall, and I, I will repeat again that I don't think I've freaking seen the, the freaking show. But you, but. Haven't. Every freaking episode ends with freaking monks looking at the camera, and he when he was and, and he breaks the fourth wall, and he says, "Business is booming." Yeah, gives a it's little catchphrase. Yeah. He's got that murderous twinkle in his eye, right, Dick Jordan? No, none of that is true. Well, I think it's Mark. I think it's one of his freaking ticks. Actually, I think what he, what's happening with his eyes is one of his many freaking ticks and twitches. It's based on a true story. Yeah, a hilarious true story. Last week. Mexican food giant Taco Bell announced the return of the fan-favorite volcano menu this summer, according to Great News. The fast food restaurant announced the menu will feature the volcano burrito and volcano taco along with lava sauce that can be an option to add to any item. The menu was established in 1995, and this summer's return marks the third time it'll be available for fans. According to Taco Bell representatives, the menu will return to the general public on June 29 and reward members having access on June 27th. The Volcano Menu, known for its fiery flavors, will be available for a limited time at participating restaurants nationwide. Doug Jordan? It's back. The Volcano Menu is back. This Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta, we gotta take it to the freaking sports guys. Okay, I'll take it to the sports desk, but this is Mike Doug Jordan's sports desk. Excellent. Welcome to the welcome to the the desk. It's back. The volcano menu is back. Finally, Taco Bell has listened to the fans. The long the long awaited return of the volcano menu has come. What so is the ran, volcano menu, Doug Jordan? Well, it's a freaking volcano burrito and a volcano taco. And the burrito is is freaking ground beef, rice, freaking sour cream, and some freaking red chips, and then lava sauce, which is just I think hot sauce and freaking cheese, and then the taco is pretty much the same thing, but it's a now, taco. Now, can you explain why this why they call this the volcano menu? Because I'm listening to you describe this, and I do picture a volcano, but it's it's coming out my rear freaking end, not necessarily going into my burritos. Well, it's a volcano because it's spicy. But it also like sounds like it's only two items. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing, the real kicker is the freaking lava sauce and the red chips. I can't tell you how, how upset I was when they got rid of the freaking red chips. When I And I said, hey, hey can I get a freaking volcano burrito? And they said, no, we don't do those anymore. I'm pretty sure they're red- least. What are you going to say? Pretty sure the red chips are still there? That's absolutely I'm not pretty true. sure the red chips were just Fritos. Is what I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And then after they got rid of the volcano burrito, they had the freaking Fritos burrito for a little bit, which was just the volcano burrito with regular Fritos. And no freaking lava sauce. And no lava sauce. Absolutely. 
So it's not really a menu, it's just an item. It's just lava sauce, everything what? else they got laying around. It's two freaking menu items. Because, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, the freaking taco is, uh, the freaking tortilla is actually a freaking uh, spicy freaking Dorito. That is correct. There you freaking have it. I don't know why that was so freaking hard for you to freaking mention. You got freaking Taylor all confused because what you're talking about is freaking regular burritos and regular freaking tacos. See, well, it wasn't me. always a Dorito. Don't interrupt me. You are interrupting me. The freaking show is a freaking spicy, uh, freaking spicy Dorito. It wasn't always, though. They didn't start doing Dorito freaking tacos until the 2010s. And the, as you know, the Volcano Menu was out in 1995. Ran from 1995 to 2009. And then again from 2009 to 2013. I mean, it sounds good. I, I don't want to agree with Doug Jordan here, but the burrito sounds good. I think I would want it. I wouldn't want the rice. And I would want... Maybe a bean instead, like a refried bean, beef, bean, cheese. Get rid of that lava sauce. Sounds disgusting and too spicy. And I don't want those red chips. And then I, yeah, I think I would love it. It sounds great. I think that you are an idiot. I think you're out of your friggin' mind. I think the volcano burrito is one of the most perfect menu items on the Taco Bell menu. And I'm glad to see its return. And it also sounded like all you really wanted was bowl of beans you don't have to go to freaking Taco Bell to get a bowl of beans you can go what I've been doing freaking recently is I've been sneaking into the freaking cooler in the back of the Ortego grill and I just bring a freaking coffee cup and I fill up my freaking coffee cup full of freaking beans they got in the freaking cooler and I eat it with my freaking I eat it with a freaking spoon well maybe you bring me a cup of beans because I am on a beanless diet since I've been fired from the Ortego grill persona non grato not allowed to return, not asked to enter back. When I do come back, I get thrown out on my rear end. Doug Jordan's You got so you quit. You quit. I did not I did not fire you. You said you wanted to quit. You had a long list of friggin' demands that you wanted me to meet, and I said, No, I think maybe it's a good idea for you to go spread your friggin' wings somewhere. And instead, you're freaking coming on you're having me come on the show and you're freaking treating me like I'm a freaking jerk, but you're the one that freaking quit. And then I come back to the restaurant and he throws me out on my rear freaking end. You can't keep coming back in the kitchen when you don't freaking work there. Well, the food's I mean, in the kitchen. Doug, you're, Doug, Taylor has a freaking point. The food is in the freaking kitchen and you're treating him like he's a freaking delinquent. And, and, and if the man, and the, the only, I mean, the way to get the freaking food is through the freaking kitchen, Doug. I don't know why that's so freaking hard for you to freaking understand. He doesn't work there. You friggin' DJ there sometimes, so you're allowed to go in the back and friggin' grab a cup of beans when you feel like it. But, you know, Taylor decided to leave. And also, he, it's kind of a hazard because he used to friggin' get naked back there all the time. I don't want him getting friggin' naked again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, almost got my yeah. dangly Johnson caught in the freaking immersion blender. Imagine serving that up on a taco shell. Barbecue baked beans and little bits of Taylor's tiny dangly Johnson. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. That's funny. I, do you want what? 
Oh, go ahead. No, I don't want to go ahead. Say what you were going to say. Do you want help finding another freaking job? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll talk to freaking Mr. Wang and see if I can get you over at freaking Wang, uh, freaking Wang Noodle. I was thinking maybe working in an auto shop or a gas station or a place that sells model airplanes or... I don't... I can't help you with those things. I can literally help you with maybe a job next door. And I don't think it's that great of an idea for you to work at a, at a place with all those freaking inhalants. Um, I'm sniffing myself to death over here, Doug Jordan, and nobody cares. And yet, you got Maggio and Paggio living in the freaking basement. I'm out on my keister, not even allowed to scoop a freaking mug of bean in the, from the freaking walk-in cooler. You gotta stop sniffing. What do you want me to say? We've been telling you that for freaking weeks now. I, I actually haven't freaking said you should stop yet. I'm waiting to see how it all freaking plays out. This has been a production of Our Week Studios.